This is the Lundahl Performance Podcast Extra. On this podcast extra, we wanted to touch on something that's very near and dear to us as far as our entire philosophy. With everything that we do, you could probably sum it up as us trying to find the best route to be a positive influence to the people that we work with, that we answer questions for, and just try to help foster a different, more positive culture of mentorship in this business, which is something that it's... Obviously, there are great people out there that we've worked with in the past and learned a lot from, but it's unfortunate that that's the rare case that people, especially working for them as an apprentice or a learner, that they really genuinely want to build you up in a positive way, build your confidence, and really, really treat you with respect, whether you're a learner or you're working for them. And we wanted to share a story. I'll let Luke take on the brunt of it, but just to set a little bit of a background, and this, this stuck in our minds so well because it's, it's such a contrast between the norm in our business versus what we see as, you know, what is actually necessity to be, to be successful in a sport like baseball. The contrast is amazing. And so to set the tone here, there's a guy, he, he works in Omaha. His name is Bill Olson. He works at a facility called the Strike Zone, which is a private baseball training facility where you've got college guys, top-tier high school players, and people go in there for lessons and stuff. We went to this guy years ago for pitching and, and just all-around baseball instruction, and now our youngest brother, Jesse, is going there to learn from this guy. He's very well-known, very respected pitching coach. His son, Greg Olson, played Major League Baseball. This guy, he's worked with so many top players, I'm not even going to list them all, but this was Luke's experience because he accompanied Jesse down to Omaha for Jesse's first pitching lesson when he started. Right. And like you said, we've worked with him before, but again, at that point, we never really noticed it. We just kind of took it for granted, never really appreciated it. But watching him again this time, coming back once once we launched our business and I went there for um, our younger brother's first lesson and I got to see him again and see how things were going and just got to sit back and watch him and observe how he interacted compared to sitting down and watching like at a clinic or my own experience, you know, getting help or whatever, and just comparing it. And what really stood out about him was just the way he conducts himself and the effort and time he puts into each one of his students regardless of where they are. And this guy has been doing this for forever. I mean, he taught Moses how to pitch. And so he goes, and what really was amazing and inspiring to me was watching him. He helps people that are breaking into the major leagues. He helps people that are, they every year the College World Series comes to town. And so the teams, they come to this facility and they work out. The teams individually, they have a set schedule, and they'll come and work out. And he works with the pitchers, and he works on very little details of finesse. And then he comes and he works with like a 12-year-old kid. And throughout the year, there's all kinds of little select teams and individual lessons that come through there. And so he works with a range of people from 12 years old 
all the way up until they're you know young pros before they start working with like an actual like a pitching coach of an actual team. And what was really what really stood out to me is how much detail and time he puts into even the 12 year old, like my younger brother, it was his first lesson. And so he's working on just the basics of the form and he never skipped a step from when I got to watch him. The guy before my younger brother was a college prospect that was trying. He had just been recruited and he was trying to now chase recruitment from a, a professional team of some kind. And so I got to watch a little bit of that, closing that session to then my younger brother and comparing that to the sessions that you and I would have, Jake, at, when we were first doing it. And he never skipped a beat. Like, he never took an opportunity to bring up the mental side of baseball. And he would always kind of laugh and joke around with him. He was real picky about his form. And he had that just demeanor. He had a quiet demeanor, but he just commanded respect. But what really stood out to me is that he's been doing this for years and years and years, and he's had so much experience working with professional pitchers or high-level college pitchers where they know what they're doing. So he's into the fun stuff. He's into just nitpicking. And I mean, they're, they're pitching. The ball is just hissing down there at like 98 miles an hour. And then he goes and steps into the ring with like my younger brother who's throwing like 40 miles an hour and it's got this like arc to it in order for him to get it to the plate. And he's throwing it like 50 feet and his attitude never changes. He never gives you the impression that, Oh, this is just a drag. And uh, why do I got to do this again? I'm starting all over with this person. Oh, you're just not getting it. Like he never had that sorry attitude about it. And this guy has been doing it for years, working with some of the best people in pitching, but yet he goes and makes this 12-year-old kid having his first pitching lesson, makes him feel right at home. He immediately commands his respect and attention, but he walks him right on through it and he accepts the ups and downs of the learning. Doesn't make a big deal of that. He's just got the patience of a saint. And just because he's done this a million times, he takes no shortcuts. Well, I think to sum up his mentality, it would be that no matter what level of player or their age that he's working with, he has such a level of respect that the awareness and the energy he puts into the session and the things he's trying to teach you and bring to you on an awareness level, even if you have no talent whatsoever, he still gives you the same consideration as the guy that's getting scouted by the Chicago Cubs you know, whether that's a 12 year old kid or high school or whatever the case may be, is he, he doesn't, you know, he treats everybody with that same level of respect and energy. And like you said, the guy is, is old. I mean, he's been doing this forever, nonstop. And it's amazing to contrast that a guy who's highly successful and respected in baseball versus a lot of trainers that we've even worked with and been students of who like to sit in a lifeguard chair and talk about how hard it is, talk about how, oh, I'll never make that mistake again of putting time into somebody, you know, that learned from me and then left. Never again will I put in any effort even close to that. No, this guy has been, and he worked with us years ago, the same exact way, same exact level of respect, same exact level of effort being put in, even though he knew, having worked with college prospects and pro players and people at all levels, I'm sure that when he saw us from day one, he knew that we would never 
go play baseball in college. We didn't have the talent to play professional baseball, but he still treated us with the same level of consideration and respect as everyone else. And even in the years since then, he has not missed a beat. Right. And that's a huge important point that as many years as he's been doing this and working, and obviously he knows what he's doing because College World Series comes around, the pitching staffs, they come in to personally work with him in incremented times. Each team, they come in to get his advice and his input. And he can do that, and then he can go and work with a 12-year-old kid that's never had a lesson. And just his mindset, he he's just remains humble all the time, and he never has the attitude of, well, I've arrived, and so what do, what do I... What do I get out of it now? He's never just at that point, well, well, I just, I deserve a lot better. I don't need to waste my time with such and such. And I think that's such a valuable point that we see a lot. That is something that kind of we use him as our North Star in a way. Uh, A lot of people will say, well, you do this for years and you get burnt out. And you just won't, don't want to do it anymore. I'm burnt out. I'm not going to go put in this effort here or do the extra help because I, you know, I've just had enough of people for the day or whatever. And there's just, no excuse for that. If you let yourself get into that mental frame, you're done. You've lost. Yes, yeah. it's just a just a sour mentality that's going to drag everything down. But but not only the energy level and the physical work ethic, but the mental. Like people say, well, why are you talking about reigning concepts with that idiot over there whose horse is barely broke? You know, in their eyes, in other words. And why are you doing clinics where you know these these horses are lacking foundation in various ways, why would you even be talking about more advanced things? And it's the same thing as with in this baseball scenario is if he's working with a 12-year-old, it doesn't matter. He's interwoven in his lesson and the physical form and all that. He's he's throwing in tidbits of the overall mind game that is baseball, that is pitching. He's trying to, no matter how young or how inexperienced the person is, he's trying and actually making an effort to raise their awareness and develop those skills a little bit, but then, you know, open their perceptions up to what's going on in the game, what they need to be aware of so that they can, you know, not only be better, but have more fun with this thing. And then who knows how much potential they could have, how much, who knows how much you could unlock, who knows what direction they're going to go, you know, and that's kind of the mentality we try to bring to the table I'm not saying we know everything, but we'll damn sure make our our absolute best effort to not only get the job done physically, but the mental aspect of things. And that's the key, because that's that's something that a lot of people are like, well, I, you know, I could talk about how this and blah, 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 how this plays into that. But, you know, you're you're not even close to that level. Like, you know, I I use that analogy a lot of one clinic I went to where this guy, it was a cow horse clinic, and he was running us through various drills, and then he was doing a demo on his own horse. And he's like, he looks at the class uh, among us sitting there, and he goes, you know, you guys will never get to experience what it's like to ride a horse like this. And he was talking about his own horse because, yeah, I mean, compared to our clinic horses, this thing was absolutely crushing it out there. You know, looked so good. A lot of the horses in the clinic weren't even quarter horses. You know, that's the level we're talking about. And that struck me as the wrong mindset. You know, that I'm I'm sure, you know, 
that that guy is a good guy and I had a good clinic, but that's the mentality that we're talking about, that we're trying to avoid is that, again, it's the analogy of I can work with the major league prospect and then five minutes later, I'm working with some kid who's never pitched before and I'm treating them with the same level of consideration and not being conceited about it and not, and not writing them off, you know, just prematurely. Right, and just to cap it off, at the end of that lesson, you know, I had uh, to just pull him aside and just bring that up and really, really thank him and let him know just how much I appreciated and was inspired just by the way he went through that teaching process. And I asked him about that. Like, You've been doing this for years, and how can you go work with Johnny Nobody and work with, you know, a Steven Strasberg type and have the same attitude and have that same humility and that same try, and you're not burnt out and bitter and whatever. And he told me that the moment he has that, the moment the attitude of, well, I've paid my dues creeps into his mind, he said at that that's the moment that he's just going to quit it altogether because that poisonous mindset will then infect his students and he'll be no good to anybody anymore. Yes, because you pass on that poison further down the line and that doesn't need to happen. Mm-hmm.